Do babies have a natural instinct to sleep? Getting a better understanding of what my partner needed and what my children really needed, that's made a huge difference. Yes, yeah. otherwise I can get a little bit overwhelmed. <laughs> yeah, I think lots of parents can relate to yeah. that. You're listening to Kindling Conversation with Siobhan Hunt. What did you do on maternity leave? I know, I know, you kept a baby alive. Maternity leave can be a delightful, all-consuming experience. Days full of feeding, changing and cuddling a baby, coffee with friends and, dare I say it, boredom. The Smith family have a different idea of something you could do on maternity leave. It's called the iTrack program and it's all about mentoring high school students. Lauren Stoker, Stoker is the National Manager for Volunteers at the Smith Family and Miriam Raphael is one of their volunteers. Lauren, Miriam, hello. Hi. I'll start with you, Lauren. Um, how does the program actually work? Well, iTrack, uh, which we've been running for over 10 years, is, as you said, an online mentoring program. And we pair adult mentors with um, high school students who are generally in uh, schools of a different... Uh, that are disadvantaged in a disadvantaged community and they're paired one-on-one to chat online uh, for an hour a week over two school terms or 18 weeks Uh, and they're talking about the students' career aspirations, what they might want to do when they leave school, um, whether that's getting into a particular course, whether it's going straight into the workforce and the mentor is really there to encourage and guide that, that student in their aspirations. Now, I'm glad you said it was online because the first thing I thought when I heard about this program and the fact that, Miriam, you've done it, you've got two kids now. Your eldest, Pearl, is six and you've got Felix, who's three. Um, I just remember thinking, how on earth would you, why would you do this during maternity <laughs> leave? Um, at what point of your family evolution did you decide to do eye track was was it with Pearl or Felix uh, it was with Felix yeah so it was with my second one and I, I think I've always wanted to do some volunteering work but working full-time that was and then and having a child that was absolutely impossible and then um, I was sponsoring a child through Smith family um, just helping out with Um, the money goes towards school books and uniforms and things like that. But I thought, oh, I just want to do something more. And obviously I was receiving all their material in the mail and I saw that they had iTrack and that it was online and I was at home with Felix. And I just, it felt like it was, it's one hour a week and it was a commitment where I knew exactly what time, what hour of the week it was, what hour of the day of the week it was going to be. And it was a certain period of time. And I felt like, Okay, I can can, do this. I can do that. I can lock that in. I don't have to even leave my house. (laughs) (laughs) Because you were saying, actually, you had Felix at home, but technically you had two children that you were looking after. So let's not downplay this, (laughs) but still that idea that he could be screaming his little head off and you could still... Yeah, you could still be chatting away. Stick him on the boob and then off you go. I mean, yeah, exactly. Like if you're breastfeeding or something like that. Because think about it, how often are mothers sitting at home breastfeeding and texting their friends or scrolling through Facebook at the same time? Obviously this does, I'm not going to underplay it, it does require a bit more (laughs) focus than that, but um, it is definitely something that felt that you felt that you could that you could apply yourself to and and okay so tell me about um what you got out of it then because it sounds like Mm. you you committed to it you wanted to volunteer with something what was it like the actual experience just involved at the beginning of the year um after I'd signed up I think it was about an hour and a half two hour training session at the Smith family um where they went through the program and how it would work um and just kind of gave you that confidence just how you would build a relationship with a student online 
who you've never met and you know very little about. Um, I was given, uh, and then I was hooked, um, connected no, I, with hooked, up. I, hooked I, up. Yeah, I, uh, we know what you mean. It was online. Um, I was connected with a, um, a, a 15-year-old student in year nine. Um, I knew her name and didn't know. That, that was essentially it. And um, and then we would um, get on like, – she would get in her chat room and I'd get in mine, I guess. We're in the same chat room. And she, she does it from school and I think I'd do it at sort of 11 a.m. on a Friday when I knew that Felix at that stage was sleeping. And so I generally put him to sleep. If he didn't, I'd put him in front of the TV or he'd be playing literally at my feet. And, um, and then we just – started um, talking about some of the things, some of the issues that she had at school. And in an, and it varied, you know, we talked about everything from her parents had very clear ideas of the things that they wanted her to study after school, which she didn't want to necessarily do. She was struggling with an English essay. Um, my background is in writing. So we talked through essay structure. Sometimes she just told me about Ariana Grande and the concert that she'd been to on the weekend. It was it that's was, awesome. Yeah. So Lauren, with this, um, what what Miriam's describing there, it's like a whole relationship you're building online. How do you match uh, Miriam to a student that you hope will get that kind of relationship going? Yeah, well, we we certainly look where possible to match the students with someone perhaps who's done the same job that the um, that the students aspiring to, or that has some experience in a particular industry that the student is is really keen to pursue. Um, the other part of it, though, is is about the hobbies and interests. So, you know, we've had some wonderful matches that have been really based on a, a particular outside interest, like horses, for instance. We ha- we've had some great um, stories about the rapport that's been built about um, just around a common interest. So where, you know, you're chatting for 18 weeks, so you need something that's beyond the school walls as well um, to, to keep that stickiness of the relationship going for, for all of those chat times. So those um, those things like what's, you know, what's happening. Um, the fact you know, that Miriam likes Ariana. Ariana. Absolutely. I can't even say her name. Absolutely. That singer. And, and even the students really enjoy sharing their world with the mentors and teaching the mentors something new as well. So mentors often get new insights themselves into whether it's new, you know, who the, who the coolest pop star is at the moment or um, or books or, again, that, that those um, interests that are specific to each student. Yeah. You're listening to Kindling Conversation. I'm speaking with Lauren Stoker, who's the National Manager for Volunteers at the Smith Family, and Miriam Raphael, who mentored with the iTrack program, which is basically teeing people up, adults up with high school students in similar, um, where the high school student might be aiming to go, um, but also forming a relationship around common interests. Um Miriam, it sounds so fascinating in terms of just connecting out of the blue with a teenager. I can't imagine. That's one of my biggest fears, actually, actually being beside a teenager and finding common ground. Um, what was that relationship building like? It was It was hard. It was hard. It, it wasn't. It, it it was really challenging, um, but which I really did enjoy because I think a lot of women on maternity leave would agree. It just oh, your brain's so dead and you just want some stimulation. And so this was a real challenge and it was fun. And actually it was great because I've got a um, 15-year-old niece in Melbourne who I don't actually see a lot of. And so I was sort of furiously texting her about things that, 
<laughs> you know, um, if um, my student mentioned something that I wasn't totally okay with. But actually, um, at the time before I'd gone on maternity leave, I had been doing some freelance work at Dolly. So I was a little bit down, with, like, you know. But yeah, so it, was, it, was, it wasn't easy. But it, it becomes more natural because you are chatting for a whole hour every week. And you do, um, Smith Family does recommend that you write a couple of notes at the end of the session just to remind yourself of some of the things that the student might have mentioned. And then you can kind of like, you know, go back to those and, oh, you know, um, and often she would almost set me a task for, oh, I was interested in this. What do you think of this? And I would be like, well, I'll research that during the week. I'll have, you know, I'll have a look into that course that you might, you know, or um, I can't actually remember off the top of my head something, but, you know, I'd go away during the week if I had some time and Mm. and think about things for her. And then, so it's an ongoing relationship. You're building it. But Mm. at the beginning, yeah. It's not challenging. It's challenging. challenging. (laughs) And Lauren, what have you found the outcomes are for this type of mentoring for the students that take part? Yeah, we we see some fantastic outcomes for iTrack. So I think I first just want to mention that the Smith family is really working um, to to address the problem of poverty and disadvantage, financial financial disadvantage across Australia. So over a million young Australians are living below the poverty line, which is a staggering figure, really, if you think that's our own backyard. It's not overseas somewhere. That's, That's people who are experiencing real hardship and that that really um, can impact education. So we are working with um, families that are facing um, challenges, you know, that because of low income or no income, there might be no people w- working in the family um, or they might be working with, with challenges, you know, health and disability issues in the family. Um, and we know that that can mean that, you know, those challenges um, impact the students and, you know, people can, kids can fall behind really easily. So that's the issue that we're trying to address. For iTrack, we're seeing some amazing outcomes and knowing that um, our iTrack students have said that, well, actually over 88% of our students doing the program have said that their mentor helps them with um, thinking about a positive um, future for their career, um, thinking about their career options. 90% of the students have said that the, the program helped them understand more about reaching their career goals. So they're really fantastic outcomes. And, and beyond those um, sort of educational impacts, we see some really unexpected benefits as well. You know, I remember a story where there was a, a young student who was quite isolated in the classroom, didn't really communicate that well within the classroom and even with his mentor, some of his answers were quite limited Um, and we sort of said what's happening with this young person Um, and tried to sort of get some feedback from the young person as to what the program had meant for him and he said well actually I'm quite isolated in you know amongst my peers but because of iTrack I'm I'm actually communicating better with my own father. Wow. So just things like that and I still get goosebumps hearing that Mm. story because it's really about the unexpected benefits that you get. You know, that young person's now going to go home and and be able to have those conversations with his father about what he wants to do when he leaves school. So some really wonderful benefits that go beyond those 18 weeks of chatting. Well, I did start this conversation by saying it's an idea that you can do whilst you're on maternity maternity leave but obviously there's more scope than that as well if you are looking for something interesting to do mm. um, maybe you're working part-time anything like that you can still do the program is that absolutely. right absolutely it's such a, it's such a wonderful program I sort of think of it as high impact low time investment you know people are really time poor these days and people are saying that they're feeling quite challenged when it comes to giving up time to volunteer but this is a program you can do for an hour a week mm. from home or from work um, and yeah as Miriam 
Miriam said, you sort of log in um, at the same time every week. It's in your calendar. You know when it's happening. Um, and it's it's still having a great impact on, on these students that we're trying to support. What a fabulous program. Well, thank you both for coming in and chatting with us today. <laughs> no worries. Thanks so much for having us. That was Lauren Stoker, and she's a National Manager for Volunteers at the Smith Family, and Miriam Raphael, who is a volunteer mentor with the iTrack program. And we will, of course, put links up to how you can um, join this program if you'd like to or learn more about it. Just head to kindling.com.au and search for mentor. You've been listening to Kindling Conversation. If you enjoyed it, there's plenty more where that came from. Find other stories and interviews at our website. Just head to kindling.com.au.